Hey everybody, on the Storm is Coming Facebook page, um, we are doing a live a live feed from the Storm is Here YouTube channel, and uh, I wanted to do this uh, video about a very, a very important uh, um, hey information. On the storm is very important information coming out recently out of Congress and uh, about this um, very controversial bill. Uh, called HR 6666. I mean, isn't it bizarre how they, they're starting to um, just blatantly name these bills like in a way they're some, somehow, some way taunting you? Well, I uh, want to pull up a few articles about the, uh, about the HR 6666 bill and break down what's in it. Now, I didn't actually read the bill itself, but I took... Um, I took these out of two news, two news news articles, and the first one here is out of uh, Reuters. And right off the bat, they sort of deceive you with the headline: uh, "False claim HR 6666 bill allows strangers to enter your house, test you for COVID-19, and take family membership into quarantine." First off, strangers. They frame it in a way like that, you know, anybody can nilly willy break into your house, you know, kidnap you and then, uh, you know, have you forcibly test for COVID-19. Well, those strangers would probably be the, uh, the authorities. Now, they may, they might be strange to you, um, but uh, that's not really who would, you know, who would be knocking at your door. So anyways, uh, Reuters um, is stating in this article the about the false claims that are being uh that are being made about this bill and uh we're going to read about them so it starts off by saying social media users have been sharing images online that claim bill hr 6666 introduced by democratic congressman bobby rush and also known as the covid 19 testing reaching and contacting everyone in brackets, Trace Act, will allow the government to forcibly enter homes, test and remove family members, including children, to be taken into quarantine. Examples can be seen here and here. Okay, we won't click on those. Uh, one post reads, Nancy Pelosi, this is in quotation, Nancy Pelosi is trying to pass a law called HR 6666. The irony is stifling. It sure is. If this passes, strangers can come in your house and take, by force if needed, your family members, including your children, to a quarantined area. Please tell me uh, I'm in a nightmare. End of quotations. HR 6666 was introduced by uh, Rush on Monday, uh, sorry, on May 1st, 2020, and the bill will allocate $100 billion for COVID-19 testing and contact tracing by using mobile health units. The bill says nothing about forced testing, forced entry to people's houses, or the removal of family members to be quarantined. In a statement to Reuters via email, Rush said participation would be voluntary. Of course, they always say that, um, but under emergency situations, like um, for instance, they're talking about a second wave of COVID, uh, happening, like somehow they have some sort of crystal ball and they can see into the future. 
So they already know that there's going to be a second wave. So you can read in between the lines. And once the second wave comes at you, well, they're going to have to uh, basically limit more of your freedoms, take away more of your liberties, more of your freedoms, and they could forcibly, forcibly break into your house if they have suspicion that you uh, might have COVID-19, okay? This is all gonna be done uh, through auto an automated pre uh, process, thermal imaging, uh, and the list goes on and on. If they, and again, if they can detect that your temperatures are high, uh, then they, they, you know, um, on order can break into your house. Now they're saying here that that's not the case, but again, things always change. All right, in quotations, contact tracing is not a new idea and is regarded by the CDCs as a key strategy for preventing further spread of COVID-19. My bill, the COVID-19 Trace Act, is about uh, appropriately uh, and safely using this time-tested principle to better assist the communities that are the most impacted by the coronavirus, namely the African-American community through voluntary testing and door-to-door -door outreach. Rush added, leading health experts have uh, continued to state that the increased testing and contact tracing is the only way we will get back to normal and safely reopen our economy. And we must ensure that African-Americans and other medically undeserved communities are not, are not left behind, are not left behind yet again. Now, again, um, this is such hypocrisy. You know, let's not leave them behind again. So you're actually admitting that you have left the black community behind. So you're actually admitting there is a, you know, there is a double standard. There is a, there is rampant racism. Now I've seen the communities in Camden, New Jersey, in Detroit, uh, in Baltimore, uh, in, in, in Los Angeles, and the list goes on and on and on. Predominantly African American neighborhoods that are decrepit, they're falling apart, and they're an absolute shame. And yet, now this um, this politician has the the balls to say that uh, we should not leave them behind again. So all of a sudden now they care about these communities, which they've neglected for years. Sheer hypocrisy, okay? Again, all these systems that we have in place now, major failures. Capitalism, so-called representative, so-called democracy, and of course our banking system, major failures. All right, let me continue on. Uh, the bill authorizes the Secretary of Health and Human Services to award grants to eligible entities, uh, entities to conduct diagnostic testing, uh, COVID-19 and related activities such as uh, a contact tracing through mobile health units and as necessary at individuals' residencies and for other purposes. Section two of the bill says the grants can be given to entities who can provide services including testing individuals and providing individuals with services related to testing and quarantine at their residencies as uh, necessary. This does not imply that individuals will be forcibly tested or removed into quarantine. Now, here we go again, okay? I, I, again, this is a money system. Let's not forget. Don't ever forget that this is all about money. Okay, right here, the bill says grants can be given to entities. Now, we read previously in the same article um, how they were going to allot a billion, a hundred billion dollars towards this testing. And of course, because the medical system in America is, is greed driven, it's, it's driven by greed. It's, it's driven by money. Um, they are going to, 
basically false diagnose people um, into thinking that they have COVID. Okay. Uh, and I, look, I'm going to, I'm going to say something here and this is not, I'm not a professional. I'm not a doctor or any medical professional at all. Um, this is just my gut feeling. I think most people have trace a trace of COVID in their body. Okay. I'm not saying everybody, but I'm saying, you know, quite a few people do. Uh, now, again, depending on who you are, some people react to it differently. If you are young and if you have a healthy immune system, it will not affect you. If you have pre-existing conditions, uh, you have a compromised immune system, then it can be very dangerous. So, of course, they're going to find a COVID-19. Um, they're going to find COVID-19 on you and somehow um, they're going to hospitalize you, even though you're a healthy individual. And there, there, could be, there could be possible malpractice that takes place. But it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, the, the, the hospitals will get paid every time they have a COVID-19 patient diagnosed. It's happening now. Again, you can watch some of my videos before. $13,000 were given to each patient, patient that was diagnosed with COVID-19. It's a money-making system. It's not about health. It's about profits. All right, let me continue on. According to the bill, grant uh, recipients can include federally uh, qualified health centers, school-based health clinics, uh, disproportionate uh, share hospitals, academic medical centers, nonprofit organizations, institutions of higher education, or high schools. Part E of the bill states, nothing in this section uh, shall be construed to supersede any federal privacy or confidentiality requirement. The bill has nevertheless faced a backlash over privacy concerns from users on social media. Now, this is the, uh, the representative Bobby Rush. Absolutely, my bill, the COVID-19. Okay, I've already read this part here. I'm not going to bother uh, repeating it. Uh, on April 30th, Republican senators said that they would introduce a privacy bill to address concerns about uh, contact tracing apps being developed by technology companies. Here we go again, automated fascism at your doorstep. Uh, Google and Apple have been working with public health experts and researchers to write apps that people can use to notify those they have come in contact with if they contract, contract COVID-19. So now we... Um, we despise whistleblowers in America and all over the world, but yet in that article, uh, we are actually encouraging, encouraging people to become whistleblowers. So if you suspect someone or you find out, rat them out, okay? Even though that person might have a small trace of it and has a healthy immune system, let's rat them out, let's get them hospitalized and let's get them on the intubation. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says uh, contact tracing is a key, key strategy for preventing the spread of COVID-19. Now, the, uh, the Reuters came with a verdict, and they start off with, by saying false. The bill would provide grants for organizations to provide testing and contact tracing services to help prevent further spread of COVID-19. It does not authorize the government to enter homes forcibly test for the virus or remove family members to be quarantined. This article was produced by Reuters, fact check team, read more about our work, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So again, guys, this is, again, this is 
there's a lot of potential here for failure. So even though they say that they cannot forcibly remove you from your house, you know, um, it's a very uh, blurred line. Um, I mean, again, under an emergency, an emergency situation, things can turn very quickly. And then all of a sudden from, you know, we, you know, we're not forcibly going to remove you where we have no choice but to remove you. It's a possibility. I'm not saying it, it, that it, it would happen. But nowadays, I mean, anything is possible with all the liberties and freedoms that they've been taken away from us and never given back. And, and they'll never give these ones back either. I can almost guarantee you. Uh, it seems like, uh, it, you know, we're uh, in the, the boiling frog scenario where we're, we're cooking very slowly. And before we know it, it's going to be too late. All right, I want to uh, bring up an, another article. This is out of um, uh, this is out of the Citizens Journal, and again, they talk about uh, uh, HR Bill sixty six sixty six, and they break it down to uh, a few articles. So I'll start off by saying: So are those allegations true? Is it really evil? Well, my answer is yes and no. No, not evil, in question mark. On the no idea of identifying and tracking down contacts to determine who, where, and how infectious are spreading is just common sense. Finding people who are infected and or have a high probability of getting infected or infecting others, even before they show symptoms, is a proactive way of helping to stop or at least slow down the spread of serious communicable diseases. This is already being done by CDC state and lower level jurisdictions for serious communicable diseases, um, but never on the scale, depth, and intrusiveness of what is under discussion now. Some say that a massive jumpstart is needed to get tracing fully implemented in the U.S. For this and future pandemics, it's good and constitutionally that the, that the states would be doing this rather than the federal government. Although with legally uh, questionable federal funding, there's nothing in the bill itself that supports most of things people fear about, but it wouldn't stop these from occurring and may even fuel them. Like I mentioned before, depending on the situation, um, they, again, they can change this act and uh, they can amend it so that if, uh, if again, if they have uh, suspicion that you have COVID through, through these apps and, and, you know, through thermal imaging scanning and all that stuff, um, they can, forcibly remove you. I'm not saying that that's in the bill, but it could come down the road. Okay. All right. The next paragraph says, yes, evil in question mark. Uh, while the bill uh, objective seems noble on the surface, there is much potential for abuse. The bill has no limits or accountability built into it and no penalties or strings for non-compliance or abuse. Hotspots, where it would apply, cover half of jurisdictions in the USA, since half are worse than average. Some have speculated that it could be used to hunt down and forcibly remove people from ho their homes and be used to help label infected people. Even false positive uh, tested people, recovered people, and those who are no longer contagious, uh, then brand them in a way to block their full participation in society. When AIDS activists were threatened with this, they raised hell and stopped it cold. Big tech companies are already developing software to track the path of and people connected with COVID-19 infections and extrapolate who risky people 
are based on who they come in contact with and even where they're uh, uh, or even where they went. Apple and Google unveiled a joint effort on new tools that would use smartphones to aid in contact tracing. There we go again with the automated fascism. Some tech companies uh, have proposed that people could be denied certain mobility entry, even from making purchases via cell phone tracking, facial recognition, temperature sensing, and databases uh, built from that tracking. So again, this is just, a, it's all about collecting information on you. Um, if you are one of those, uh, you know, dissidents that is against the government and against the, you know, the mainstream narrative, they could label you as a COVID-19, a carrier. I mean, uh, this is, is such a great tool to blackball Americans who are against uh, this system. It's plain and simple. So again, this is a very dangerous thing. We're already starting to see this in China. They've implemented this a long time ago. And no, people, China is not a communist country. It never was. Okay? I just want to put that out there. But they have the same automated fascism in place. And again, if they suspect that your temperature is high and that you might be suffering uh, some sort of uh, flu-like or fever-like symptoms, they will stop and limit your traveling. Actually, they will isolate you until they say you're okay uh, to walk freely again. We have, reached, uh, uh, we have reached at an age of insanity. All right, let me continue on here. Okay, bills like CAAB's 262 local health uh, officers, communicable diseases give the power to officials to act, but not excessively. None of that appears in HR 6666. But so much money directed at such a vague ob uh, objective without proper direction and oversight is just begging for trouble. Certain portions of AB 262 give officials a virtual blank check and are causing civil liberty advocates heartburn such as, and I'm going to read this in quotations, the bill would authorize the local health officer to issue orders to other gov governmental entities within the local health officer's jurisdiction to take any action the local health officer deems necessary to control the spread of the communicable disease. So there you go. If they have any suspicion that somebody might have COVID, then they will take physical action. Now, the question I need to ask is, what happens if uh, they are wrong? Do they get fined? Does that officer get charged? Okay, I'm just starting to see Nazi Germany all over again here, people. You know, papers, please. Checkpoints. I mean, it's already starting to happen in America in a small, on a smaller scale. But this could be, I mean, this bill itself could make its way, could, could uh, be the, the start of fascist America. All right, let me continue on. Uh, definition of emergency is quite nebulous. Uh, many people don't know that uh, that some World War II emergency orders are still in effect, uh, which emergencies specifically activate or justify continuation of this bill still apply, and will and when will they end? In question mark. There is no firm end date for declared federal and uh, CA states of emergency for COVID nineteen pandemic. Not even formal review dates or procedures. 
government has a disturbing tendency to keep emergency declarations, which usually have no legislative uh, vote authorizing them in effect long after they are truly needed, if ever so. So again, let's go back to, I mean, they're, they're look, they're even saying World War II acts were enacted and they were never taken away. The same could be said about uh, 9-11. The Patriot Acts 1 and 2 uh, were implemented for, for the guise of safety, to keep Americans safe. So again, American people had to sacrifice their liberties and freedoms so that they can, uh, they can get safety, which is never guaranteed. No government can guarantee you safety. Okay, that is just absolute hogwash. All it is is just fear tactics. They try to scare you into giving up your rights. And, uh, you know, it's, it's sad to say, but a lot of the sheeple in America are doing that. And I would say the same thing here in Canada too. It's, it's really a sad situation. All right. Um, section four of this article states that those are billions per year, question mark. Seriously, that is a staggering amount of money for the uh, apparent objective uh, that, it's, that it's at least one trillion over 10 years. The scale and per pervasiveness that such funding would buy and would surely be fully spent and even more asked uh, for is stunning. So trillion dollars over 10 years, right? And we're talking about, you know, we talk about how Americans, uh, Congress cannot afford to pay people $2,500 to $3,000 a month because there's no money. But yet they have trillions of dollars for wars, they have trillions of dollars for banks, and they have trillions of dollars for corporations. But for you, the people, you get absolutely nothing. All right, let me continue on to section five. Well, some of the historical interpretations of uh, 6666 are over the top. It places no real scope constraints, is poorly defined, and there's no firm sunset date. All red flags. Exact. Absolutely. Uh, section six says, finally, the bill number seems to be mocking the people. Like I, like I stated in the beginning of the video, filed on May Day. Really? In question mark. Probably no coincidence. Yes, exactly. Okay. I, I mean, look again. Everybody knows the, you know, the trip, triple six, the number of the beast, and they put that out there egregiously. They put, I mean, they put out there, they put that out there just to mock people, to make fun of people, to make fun of these so-called conspiracy theorists, tinfoil wearing uh, nut jobs that they like to label. Okay. Um, again, and again, these articles here. Uh, people should be reading these things and they should really be outraged. Even though Reuters, which is a mainstream news outlet, is probably owned by some billionaire, is saying that, ah, there, you know, there's nothing wrong with these bills. It's okay. Government is fine. We should give government uh, absolute and uh, unlimited power to do whatever they please. Okay? And people need to get upset about this. And maybe they are. I don't know. But right now, I don't see a lot of people on the streets uh, I don't see them on the, on the streets doing the right thing. That's for sure. Uh, and we need to start seeing a lot, a lot more of that. Just like Chris Hedges has said, um, you know, all the mechanisms that were put in place to help people, well, they, they've been compromised. And the only thing we have left is civil disobedience. All right. So I'll, I'll read the last bit of, uh, of the article here. The silence of so-called mainstream media on on a bill of such important with its obvious potential for abuse is deafening. We couldn't find an MSM reference to this 100 billion year, a year 
bill anywhere in the first 10 pages of a Google search. That's disturbing. I can verify this, okay? The only mainstream news that covered this was Reuters and nobody else. The rest were um, taken off, you know, some Facebook cl uh, clips and some YouTube clips, but nothing in mainstream news. So obviously they don't want they don't want to cover this because they're complicit in it. Um, they don't want obviously they don't want people reading the bills. They want people uh, ignorant um, and uneducated, and they just want to to continue to be a sheep. I mean that's I mean that's it. That, I mean that's the bottom line. All right. So I'm going to bring up a video for you. Might be distressing for a few. But this could be the re this is the reality in China right now, okay? And again, please do not tell me that China is a communist country, because it's not. It's a it's a it's a capitalist, it's a capitalist society, if anything, because they are huge on capitalism. They are probably one of the the biggest producers. Actually, I think they've overtaken uh, America when it comes to manufacturing. I mean, now is uh, is different now because of the financial collapse, but I would st still say that they're probably number one when it comes to manufacturing. So they are definitely uh, corporatist. All right, anyways, let me play this video for you. It's very disturbing, but I think it's something that um, uh, needs to be seen. And again, this could happen in America. Hopefully not, but the way things are going, it's, it's a probability.
All right, guys, there you have it. <clears throat> Very disturbing. I know. Um, and it's a possibility that that could uh, come to a town near you. I don't want to be uh, a, uh, a doomsday a doomsday prophet, but I just, I'm just showing you the potentials of what could happen in America if, um, if, we, don't, um, if we don't stop this, these type of uh, evasive bills. <clears throat> Look, at the end of the day, um, pandemics are going to come and go. And uh, we have to deal with these pandemics as professionally as possible. I think if we paint everybody with the same brush, I think what we're doing is um, we're actually compromising the, the immune systems of the very healthy people. And then we get, um, we get a more, uh, probably more of a, a, a worse spread of, of the infection. It probably spread around a lot more faster and affect more people because we're implementing these, uh, these, you know, these masks and these, um, uh, eye goggles and all this other PPE stuff, which uh, when certain people um, have to breathe in the air and they have to kind of try to um, stop the spread of this virus uh, through things like uh, uh, herd immunity. Now, this is not my opinion. This is, th these, are, these are things that are coming out of uh, the, the medical profession. And they're basically saying we have to stop the spread by letting healthy people being infected because obviously their immune systems can basically uh, handle these type of infections, these type of viruses. Uh, so again, hopefully this uh, this video um, really really puts a burden in your saddle and gets you motivated to um, to really stop our government from overreaching. And like I said, people, look, we 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 need to change this system. This system is, is no no longer works, and in fact, it hasn't worked for a very long time. And things just seem to get more and more worse. You know, one time we used to be, I mean, we were always slaves that never changed. We were more sophisticated slaves at one point. And now it, it's just getting to the point where we're just, uh, you know, we're just becoming sheep. And we need to stop that. We need to, we need to unite. So anyways, guys, I hope you found that, um, that video very educational and very informative. I uh, invite all you guys to go to the our YouTube channel, The Storm Is Here. It's actually not called The Storm, but it's just called Storm Is Here. Please subscribe to our video. Please share our content. Uh, and until next time, everybody, uh, take care and stay united.